I don't make eye contact with her, and I sit my butt cheeks on the warm toilet seat. That she just sat on. <laughs> that, oh my god! That Britney Spears had just sat her ass Let's on. Let's fucking and go. That was I just sat there in the glory of her warm butt cheeks and yep. enjoyed myself. Holy for I'm obsessed for with about that. two and a half minutes. Holy shit! Wow. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Whenever you're listening to this, welcome back to Love You by Podcast, you guys. We are so excited to have Grace Gunn with us here today. Grace, say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi. We're hi. so excited that you're here. Um, Grace and I met in Nashville like recently. Yes. Um, and I feel like we instantly like connected. We totally did. And is um, this okay? I hope it's okay. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Good. Okay. It's perfect. Um, we love to just like meet people and then just be like, can you come on the pod? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> we do a lot. Yeah. We're so excited to have you. Let's just, why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, who you are, how you got to Nashville, etc. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm Grace Gunn. My middle name is Gunn. My oh. last name, born name is Grace Gunn Davis. Wait, what? Yeah, that always like throws people off. And like recently, like my grandfather got on Ancestry.com and we found out that his mom was like a lion whore or something. Oh, shit. And Davis is like not even supposed to be my last name. My last name is supposed to be Fasula. Ooh. And we found this out like four years ago on the internet. So... But my mom's middle name is Gunn. My grandmother's maiden name is Gunn. And obviously my great-grandmother's last name was Gunn. So it's like a family name that I just like kind of ran with because like I love alliteration and like also Davis is just not... That is so So funny. was yeah. it like your just your Instagram handle from the beginning? Yeah, it's always been Grace Gunn. Okay. Always. That's there so is cool. this one girl. I don't have the A in my name, and there's this one girl who's like blocked me by like now who has Grace Gunn. And I'm like, dude, what do I need wait, to do? What, wait, what do you what do you not have? Your she my, like, have the handle. A in her yeah, handle. So like my handle is like Gurse Gun. I'm just now noticing it's crazy how our eyes don't even like notice that. Like I always thought it was just like Yeah, oh, my dyslexia for oh, sure doesn't I can't recognize. Even see it because she blocked me, but like her name is Oh. Did she change it? What an asshole. Oh my god, I'm dead. So like this girl's just like a random Grace Gun in the yeah, world. Yeah, she's Grace Gun and she just didn't want to like I've been trying since I was like 15 to like get this Dad. name. And she's not only was she like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, like I really want it." She was like, "No. Like you don't get it. I have it and that's the way it's going to go." So, oh, I'm Grace Gun forever. I love it. I think it's kind of cool. Well, we just learned something new about you, which we're going to be learning so many new things about you because we don't really know you that well. Yes. Yeah. So we'll learn about you as uh, along with the listeners. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you are from LA. I am, but I do have to say I was born in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, and I moved to LA when I was almost 11 years old. Okay. So it's like, and I, I moved away from LA when I was 22. So it's like, exactly half of my life is like split but it's very different parts of your life you know like my my like I was in like end of elementary middle school and high school in LA and then like before that I was in Jackson that's crazy did you go to college no 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 no. okay no 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 college no college yeah I loved it as well (laughs) yeah went to high school in LA too so yeah like when I was younger I'm a musician 
and yeah, yeah. okay sorry so it so why like we moved to la like even backing up even more my brother and i have always been musically inclined and like did all the things and like in small town like bible belt places like if you're not an athlete or cheerleader like good at something physically or athletically or super smart like it's kind of you you don't exactly know where you're supposed to be as far as socially goes and i mean i'm lucky to have like the best parents like in the world and so we were just immersed in like music and creativity and everything and like we started to get like whatever people would like give us attention on the internet and so me and my dad like drove out i don't even remember oh my mom and i went to la for the first time when i was like 10 and i performed really well at this show called ipop it's like a convention of like small children like trying to be hannah montana basically and um (laughs) i i did well and my parents like my dad is owns his own company and like we were just like let's go so we like got in the car drove to la we're supposed to be there for like two weeks me and my dad just me and my dad and we just loved it and we never left and then my mom my brother came and we live we my dad and i like went to the beach one day we're like oh we're gonna live here we're gonna live right here (laughs) and so we like rented different places in santa monica for like 12 years that is so cute yes basically your parents moved there for you guys to work in music absolutely absolutely my mom was like stage mom like we did acting and stuff too like when my brother still is like a very insanely talented like musical theater acting guy i like don't do that really anymore acting was never something that i was like in love with or passionate about it was something i was like like inclined to and like was i don't want to say easy because that makes me sound arrogant but you know for doing what we were doing like the commercials and everything it just made sense so we did that so you did commercials were you ever in like tv shows movies like what all did you do i was in this freaking show called i mom um (laughs) yeah i wasn't anything important in it okay how was it being behind the camera um, it comes pretty naturally. Yeah, you love yeah. it. Yeah. Because you do um, modeling work, too. Yes. I did, did do, did do. Mm-hmm. It's interchangeable. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm a retired model. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you need a, you need a model? Like, yeah. okay, fine. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. So, you, you've stuck with the music thing, though. Out of all That's of those like things. That's, like, my, like, DNA. Uh-huh. You have music out now, but you all, do you also songwrite? Oh, that's my, like, main thing. I'm a songwriter. Yeah, that's, like, how I... If you were to meet me, like, in the industry or if you were to meet me professionally, I would introduce myself as, hi, I'm Grace, I'm a songwriter. What genre are you... Do you write? Or, like, all of it? That's, like, the meanest question you could ever ask me. I'm just kidding. Is that mean? No, it's not mean. It's just a question that That I, like, struggle with. Okay, okay. Because, like, I make all kinds of music and (laughs) i also also like don't what i have released it's like clearly pop music and that's not something like i necessarily like identify with it's just like i feel like sometimes when like insecurity meets people pleasing and you're in a room full of music producers sometimes like what you want gets lost in translation and i never wanted to be like a pop star or whatever like i when i write music like i it's i'm on sitting at my piano or i'm at my guitar and i'm just like making music and it never tends to be very poppy um 
but it ends up that way sometimes. So Okay. What do you want it to be? I mean, I'm like, if there is a genre, singer-songwriter. Like, yeah. that's definitely, like, where I fall. Uh-huh. But I am, like, when I release an out, al- like, a, I want to release, like, a 15-song album as my second, like, coming mm-hmm. into music again. And it's going, it's not, like, going to be, like, I'm married to a certain genre. At all, I like Because that. that's never been who I am. Like, I always have made all kinds of music. And if you see my notes album, like, I have, like, a notes page of, like, 12 different songs that range from here to here, you know? Yeah. And so... Yeah, and that's why you're a bully. Okay, I see. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, okay, that's awesome. I feel yeah. like that's cool. I feel like I would be the same way. I wouldn't know, like, what right? I, yeah. I like at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be a songwriter? Thing? No, but, like, if I was, I'd be like, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> just like me. Um, I saw a TikTok of yours recently that... <laughs> Oh, okay. As long as it's mine, I think it's okay. No, I like stalked your TikTok earlier. Okay. Um, You were talking about how you used to love Taylor Swift when you were a young girl. Yeah. And then you went through this phase. And I was like, I literally feel this Mm -hmm. so deeply. You went through this phase, like in your teenage years, where like you, or college years, where you were like, I don't like you. Like you're like, I hate you. Because I feel like she turned very, like, I liked her when she was country. Yeah. And then she turned very poppy. And I was like, what do you do? Like, I hate Shake It Off, right? Like, Shake It Off is the worst song. I was literally gonna just you say, know? I love Shake It Off. And, but now, you have this, <laughs> of course you do. She also loves, like, blank space. I'm like, enough. Um, Are we sure? <laughs> oh, you have, like, rediscovered your love for her. I have. And, like, you have so much, you said, like, you have so much respect for her because mm-hmm. of this whole empire that she's built. Yeah. Taylor Swift is like so fundamental Mm -hmm. in a way for me because like she was the first artist that I identified with as like a girl, you know, as somebody that was like that I could listen to that would speak to me and like introduce me to songwriting. Like quite honestly, like I've never, I never say this and, but like give credit where credit's due. Like she like probably inspired a lot out of me and I remember our song was the first like song I ever harmonized to and I didn't even mean to it's just like music has always been like I am like I literally like like sweat music yeah and I just found myself like I was I remember I was in my mom's bathroom and I was just like probably like messing with her stuff or something and it was playing and I just started harmonizing I was looking at myself in the mirror like what are we doing right now because I really liked that and then like you just said blank space shake it off (laughs) she lost me there but she also lost my mother And who is it was and still like a big influence in my life. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, Taylor Swift sucks now. So yeah. I was like, Taylor Swift sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, yeah, she kind of kept with I think she was figuring herself out though. You know what yeah. I mean? And there was a lot going on. I mm-hmm. mean, she's Taylor Swift. And then right, like you probably heard, but I was like, folklore. Do you like uh, love her? I love um lover. I love Cruel Summer. Oh, I Same. Like that yeah, and I, I do think too. that Lover should have been like a ballad. Like, I think it should have mm-hmm. been a fantastic ballad. And I think Cruel Summer should have been the single. And I think it would be a totally different story yeah. if that was the case. And I feel like Taylor must know that. Or there's a huge reason why, like, she didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like probably. Like, I feel like she thinks so deeply about everything she does. that she does. She's meticulous. And I really like, appreciate it's, that. It's so calculated. She's a master. She's a, yeah. For real. She is like, you can only compare her to Michael Jackson, yes. I feel like. And people yeah. and the people who are like, that Taylor Swift, like, that's a what you can't do that anymore. At this point, you must yeah. respect the queen. I've always been a T Swift fan. I just would like everyone to know that. Loyal. Um I'm loyal. 
I mean, she's all I listened to in the car for probably 10 years. What's your favorite era? Um, oh, wow. Definitely, like, picture to burn. Like, oh, art. really? Yeah. You're a debut I mean, girl. Yeah. Yeah, but I like That's all bold. of them. Like, I like red. I love red. She loves red. I think red like, is, like, where she lost me, but yeah, it's not right. her fault. Because I was just like, oh, not quite. But, like, next one, the next one, I was like, I'm, like, screaming we are never getting back together. Like, No, ever. see, I don't ever do that. Oh, I'm screaming. Ever. Like, that is not... Yeah, no. Damn. Totally. Okay. So going back to LA. So you grew up there. You got there when you were 11, Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. The whole fam gets there. And what was that like going to school there? Growing up. So like I moved. I It's such like a, I wish I could just like watch myself like those first couple of years because I truly did like adjust so well, like considering. But I like before I moved to LA, I was like in private school, like church school and elementary school, whatever. <laughs> Me and my dad drive out there. I'm thrown into like public middle school. That's basically like my brother went to elementary school, but we actually did a year of homeschooling before we went to school. But um, I mean, it was a dream. I lived like less than a mile from the beach. Like, I wish I could tan, but I can't because if I could, I would have been so tan. And that could have <laughs> been a part of the story I was just telling, but I was never tan. Really? Um, no, I can't. It's a shame. Um, so I mean, like, I remember in high school, like, we had pee at the week at the beach every other Friday. And like, I, looking back, it was miserable. Like, I had PE first period. Most <laughs> my two years, I was actually in physical high school and I was like, oh, we have to go to the beach now. But like looking back, I'm like, I got to go to the beach like for PE, for PE and I hated the entire thing. OK, whatever. Um, <laughs> and just like the summers were so cool. And like I skateboarded to school every single day. My brother, my little brother got rides to school after I was done. And I never got that. I had to skateboard or take Can the bus. You, do you still skateboard? Because I want to skateboard so bad. So, like, I hopped on one, like, 10 days ago just to get from point A to point B. And, like, I can still cruise. Like, yeah. But like I used to could, like, squat down and, like, carve. I don't know if you know what that means. But, like, so in my middle school, there's, like, a Starbucks right here. And then there's a hill. And then there's the base of my middle school. And, like, it was the bane of my existence, this fucking hill. Because me and all my friends would meet at the Starbucks on Wednesdays because we didn't have school till 1030 a.m. On Wednesdays, because most of the kids have surf team. I didn't. I was never on surf Shut team. Um, surf team was a thing. I'm freaking out. It was, and I always was like, they the wanted to do it when it start till ten because of the surf. Yes, correct. That is the coolest thing I've ever well, heard. It's a movie. I mean, also, it's a thing in LA, like to start school one day a week later. I don't know why, but it's just a thing. We did that, but it was like. 8.30. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. It was very late. Um, but we'd all be at Starbucks and like we'd bomb the hill. And I'm like, okay, let's bomb the hill. And I'm just like so scared at first because I'm talking a big game. I skated there, whatever. And then we'd bomb the hill and like I did it. And I was like, okay. And then I knew I could skateboard. And bomb that's how I got Going it. downhill. Yeah, right? just like yeah how do you stop you well i would stop with like the i don't know if you can see but like the base of like the toe of my shoe i would like lean it back and like so you're like slowly, your shoe was fucked. and then i learned how to like be on the sk- <laughs> can they see like my feet yeah i would learn how to like <clears throat> like put the thing up oh yeah my that is dope so i would skate I would skate to school. I would skate back. I would skate wherever I wanted to go. Like the most I think I skated and I wasn't like fully like this was not encouraged by my parents. Like I would skate like 
I would sneak out of my house and skate places like miles and miles and miles. One time I skateboarded, I snuck out of my house. I was like 16. I'm going to say 16. I might've been 15. My favorite band is cage the elephant or it was at the time. It's like Uh my second favorite band now. And they were playing a show in West Hollywood, which is like far from where I live, like 30 minutes, no traffic, 20 minutes, no traffic. And I snuck my ass out of my house and I skated to the bus stop. And I went all the way there and like saw Cage the Elephant with like my skateboard like in my hand. By yourself? Yes. Completely alone. Smoked my first cigarette. Well, hit my first cigarette. And I was like, <laughs> and um, and yeah, then I went home. And did you get caught? No. Nice. I did. I did end up getting caught multiple times. Like my parents like boarded my window shut with plywood one time. It was really embarrassing. But um. Yeah, because my friends would like come to my window. They it was like a thing, and I would like hang out with them. I miss like, that. Yeah, sneaking out. And also, like I lived in like in like here's my little tiny house. Like, and then there's apartments like on each street. We had like the weird one house in the middle of like sixty mm-hmm. apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot where I was going with this. But your friends would come to your window. And- they would come to my window, and then they couldn't anymore because it's boarded up. Um, oh my god that's hilarious so like with school there like you went you were homeschooled and then you went to school yeah so i was homeschooled homeschooled mom don't get mad at me but my mom like fully did her i was gonna say she did her best but she didn't we kind (laughs) of just like we kind of just lived life a little bit for you know fifth grade you know just not too worried about the scholastic (laughs) aspects and there was a lot going on like we were in studio city in the valley at the time like figuring it out she's like here are your books we're like are you gonna teach us she's like i don't think i can (laughs) um but yeah so i we transitioned to santa monica i went to middle school i immediately and like growing up in in mississippi for the small time i was there like it was very hard for me to make friends and i was severely bullied like so horribly bullied no like and like i'm just now like in therapy realizing how much like childhood bullying can like mess you up and like in like how you deal with social situations now like I, I'm trying not to like speak about myself negatively anymore. So like hypothetically, <laughs> if someone like goes through a bunch of stuff, like when they're a kid, it's going to come out, you know, as yeah. an adult. And I remember like once I was in Mississippi and like this random girl poured like boiling hot coffee all <laughs> over me for no reason. And I remember like I got in the shower the next morning for church and I was like, please, like if there's a God, like please make this stop burning because I got to get my ass in the shower. And that was my first experience with God. I felt like a peace like rush over me. And maybe I'm crazy, but like that was like, that's like that moment like made me who I am today. Just being like, this hurts is if there's anything that can help, I hope it will. Um, And what happened? I, I, I remember just, I was feeling the, like a burn all over. It was all over my left arm and down my chest and like dripped down. And I felt just like immense relief like a wave of peace like rushed over me and that like if if that didn't happen to me i don't know who i would be because that's like the foundation of all of my like my spirituality and like religion and everything is that moment where i really needed something as a little small girl you know and i got it and i i was and it's it's beautiful anyway it's beautiful so i went to middle school and that was fun and then i went to high school and that was a little less fun 
Um, and I started to just like run into the problems with like bullies again, but I also at the same time had like the best friends I had ever had in my life. And so I really wasn't good at like advocating for myself for what I thought I like, what I should deserve. You know what I mean? Was it your friends bullying you or was it other people? It was my friends bullying me. But you had the best friends ever? Um, you thought no, I you had, they weren't my best friends at the time, but I was friends with them and they grew into, into our best, into, but the they were mean to you. Have. No, not the girls you. were. Yes. A, a bunch of girls. Okay. And the boys were super the mean. The boys but, bullied too. Um, Fuck that. I was always able to just like go like that, you know, because I feel like I had done it so much as a kid. And so I just dove into like the, you know, I love to surf at the time. I love the beach. I love, I love to sing. I was in choir. Like it was cool. It was amazing. And, but like it got, I think, um, a little bit too much, like the drama and my anxiety just like kind of went crazy and I needed a little bit of assistance. And so I actually like lived somewhere else. I lived at an inpatient house for like almost three months and I mean it was the best experience like ever like I was in this like so in Whittier California do you know where that is it's like kind of ish outside of Long Beach not like the best area it was like a house and I remember like my like what changed me was I would be there I lived there and like my, my mom or my dad or both were there every single Saturday, which is when we had visitors. I was getting phone calls every single day, every single day, multiple times a day from my grandparents, my, my, my true friends that I did have and like my brother and my family and whatever. And like all these kids around me, like nothing, nothing. Yep. And that alone, I think I just needed to put shit in perspective, to be honest. And get a little bit of a reality check because like who cares if if joe schmo says you look like skeletron not that that happened to me or anything (laughs) or megamind (laughs) but and that that's like a super low scale like i'm dumbing it down obviously like what i went through as like a, a young teenager but um yeah it was just insane to just see how much love I have and I couldn't even be near it. Like I have so much love in my life that it's seeping into places where no love can easily be found because these kids like these kids were going through it and I'm lucky to have seen it. I really, really am. And yeah. What do you think was the turning point that like that made your anxiety and depression so bad that you were like, I've got to go or was it your parents that sent you or was it you? What happened? It, it started to interfere with my schooling and my panic attacks were not cute or fun anymore. And it was just, it wasn't sustainable to be in public like that. Like, and I was having extreme, like the dark thoughts, like aren't something mm-hmm. like, and I think about this all the time. I'm like, what if some, like what happens when you go through this, but you're somebody that can't get assistance or help you know and but i i'm just like overall like my takeaway and like the situation itself like i am lucky period i'm loved period like i am fortunate enough to have been put away to people adults in my life to been like she needs to be taken out of this environment so that she can thrive and be a human and like in society so i think it was just one thing after another just like honestly just like 
months or a year of like just being horribly miserable and like not wanting to like be alive i think but yeah i'm thankful for the experience it was crazy it was so crazy oh my god like was it a nice place that you were in it was like it was expensive (laughs) yeah um but it wasn't like we it was like it kind of felt like a double wide trailer sometimes like where our common areas were very small and then we all had roommates and like i was in the co-ed part and then there was a hallway to the other side of the house where it was like girls just girls Damn. and the just girls apparently was way crazier but um wait what was your question what was the turning point but i also have another follow-up okay you kind of answered that one yeah this one is um like what like can you walk us through a day in your life in yeah the inpatient i mean facility? honestly it's hard for me to do that you don't have to no, do it we're, but no, you're no, getting it's hard therapy for me to, recall. to remember yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, a long time ago um like, did you have a uniform that you wore? No, today? no. So I, we didn't have any uniform, but like three quarters of the way I was there, they're like, oh, you can't wear leggings anymore. And me and my roommate were like, excuse the fuck you. Yeah. And we yeah. protested. We we held our little protest in the kitchen and we wore like our spandex shorts and our sports bras. And we were like, we I'm will dead. not be we <laughs> heinous. And like they would take us on trips like every Friday and we got to vote on where we'd go. And I never like... It was always Build-A-Bear and like the movies or Build-A-Bear and Cheesecake Factory. And I would always like the the movies or like, but these freaking kids wanted their Build-A-Bear so bad. They had like 14 of them and I didn't need any more Build-A-Bear. I was also like almost 16 at this point. So I was like, but yeah. And then we would go to the library sometimes. And like, I remember when I was in like the place the hills by the weekend had just come out and hello by adele and like obviously we're only listening to the radio like the whole time i'm there and i'm just like every time i hear those songs i'm so like oh yeah yeah. just takes me to a weird little place but i mean like (laughs) honestly that showed me like how you were just asking me like what a day looks like like it wake up i'd make my damn breakfast and then we do therapy for however long like have lunch and like such good food like it honestly like instilled in me like how important like schedule is to my like keeping myself sane like a routine yeah and i was like never again maybe it was like a little bit of a prison like whatever they call that just like being stuck in that habit of like institutional like stuff you liked the schedule or you didn't loved it you liked it loved it i thrived i thrived in the schedule and did you have a phone no yeah, God, nothing. I will say one time my dad visited, we had like a big family meeting, which is where we all go to like kind of like a convention center, not convention center, like a big office building. And I stole my dad's phone and I ran to the bathroom and then freaking like, I don't know, his phone starts ringing and one of the counselors is to my right oh, shit. and they're like, Grace. I was like, yes i didn't get in trouble i thought i was so it's like I'm gonna yes, get kicked yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah. please don't kick me out first of all why do you yeah. care so much but like i was like please i'm so sorry i don't know why i was so concerned and like needed to be told i wasn't in trouble yeah um which is something we kept we ventured into a little bit like but yeah and at one time like we were at the park they took us to the park and i found like a a lighter with like hello kitty on it and i brought it like with me which was a huge very bad deal and some kid like stole it like from me actually i might have given it to him don't quote me on that (laughs) reese if you're watching this i'm very sorry 
But he took my letter and he tried to smoke herbal tea. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, Grace gave me the lighter. And so oh, I got no. in so much trouble. And again, I was like hyperventilating because I was in trouble. And I realized how bad I hate being in trouble. And I hate like people being mm-hmm. unhappy with me mm-hmm. because, yeah, so that was crazy. Yeah. And then like when I got out, it was like I got out of prison. I was like, I want coffee i did though win an award <laughs> me and my roommate won the award for like the cleanest room and they took us oh. to ihop that was pretty cool that's felt huge like, felt like i popped a molly at ihop dude like i like <laughs> i was like give me the pancakes but um you know it was it was oh crazy i'm so thankful for that experience and to have done that so young because mm-hmm. i don't think i'll ever need anything like that again hopefully god willing but like what i learned is gonna stay with me literally like for, for my whole life yeah, yeah. How wow is your anxiety now it's good it's great <laughs> um i struggle with my anxiety just taking care of myself is such a big thing and just doing the tasks that like don't seem that hard can be hard for people like me and if I can complete them like I feel so good about myself you mm-hmm. know um but like when I was just in LA like I had a I had a panic attack like at my cousin's birthday party I was with my favorite people at my favorite yeah. place and I, it was so messed up because I was like so I was talking to myself and I was like can you please not like please and I was like trying to like meditate as hard as I could, like focus, like deep breathing, nothing, not a damn thing. I'd take myself home. And that was the first panic attack I'd had in a very, very long time. It's a day, it's day by day, you know, like it's day by day. I feel like a lot of people nowadays, especially like with social media, I see all the time on my TikTok, like people struggling with anxiety. Like it's a big thing. I feel like, um, but I, I also feel like yours is like more to the extreme level. Like I feel like everyone nowadays Mine has like dangerous, dangerous anxiety, anxiety to the fact like, oh my god, I have anxiety. Like right, do people you, do do that. You just like anxious about oh, one girl. certain thing. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you for saying that, honestly, because like I even like ADHD. Like I, I sh- like struggle to even say like, oh, I have ADHD because I feel like it's such a dumbed down like statement now. You know what I mean? Like. Oh. But I do, and, like, that's I what I was going to say is, like, <laughs> managing my ADHD helps my anxiety so much. Like, if I'm, like, yeah. taking – and I don't take Adderall or Ritalin or no. anymore because I'm too sensitive to mm-hmm. it. Like, I was on it at such a young age that yeah. now it just, like, kind of messes with me. So I take a different thing. It's called, like, methylphenidite. At least they're being fucking for real about, like, the meth, <laughs> the meth <laughs> part, unlike Adderall and all that. But right. when I'm taking care of that part of me, the part that, like, procrastinates and, like – has a hard time like doing simple things like I'm my anxiety is a lot less really yeah but yeah so I I was done with that and then I went back home and I got my GED no more high school and I started working and I like got my first boyfriend who was horrible and like damaged me like all of them do I mean long story short be, we both had gotten our GEDs, so we were basically playing house, which is never good. Yeah, as sixteen what, and 17? seventeen, he was seventeen. Oh. I was sixteen, and then he had two little sisters who were my brother's age, so two years younger than me. So I was sixteen; they were fourteen. He ends up cheating on me with his two little with his little sister's best friends. Oh, oh wow! Like in this in the other room type stuff and like very weird and that like real and i found out about it like over that was horrible like yeah, I that's was, not good i thought I was, I was so in love with him like to this day oh, yeah. i've never been in love with anyone as much as i was 
with my first boyfriend oh my god yeah well they played house yeah god <laughs> and I like that was like right, like i threw up when i found like all this stuff out he's oh, still with no no the one of the girls he cheated on me no honestly if you're gonna At do that it point i appreciate yes. the commitment i totally <laughs> you know? agree with but that it's so funny because he's in my dms He's right in my DMs. He's on Snapchat. He said, fly me to Nashville. He works at Jersey Mike's now, by the way. Yep. Um, not that like, oh my no God. tea, no shade, no pink no. lemonade, but. Um, <laughs> and so he'll be in my DMs and like, he recently sent me like this heartfelt thing when he's like, I constantly think about like what my life would have been like. And Wait, I'm, so like, he's dating the other girl though? The fully? girl, the whole, poor 14 year old girl is like 21 now. And she's, she's my brother and now he's DMing you. He's not good. Yeah. News. He's horrible. He's a bad guy, but like. But he, he really had you. Oh, yeah. By the, like, this part of your mouth. Damn. <laughs> um. So that happened. But I will say, after we broke up, like, I had been so wrapped up in, like, his friends. And, like, I had my own friends. I had my, like, best friend. But, like, the love that was... Because it was a public, like thing we had like little fan accounts and like also just like a following because we were both musicians and whatever so it was a big like it was a little big thing and so people hated his guts oh my god and people loved me did you like that like Like sandoval and ariana like i was ariana and they were just like and i for the first time felt like a gush of like pure love like washed over me and that never really went away like after that so the whole time i was dating that guy like i didn't really get drunk and he would like go to like cvs and like rob them at like (gasps) 9 a.m i didn't like like steal like two wine bottles out of in his hands just run out of the store and skate home be like i have wine i'm like okay well that's good for you i didn't really drink but i will say i did mushrooms with him and i did acid with him Yeah. Is your mom like, what the fuck, dude, if she hears this? Or does she no, know? No, they know. They know right. everything. She, you probably got in trouble, right? Or no, like, never got for caught? that. I would, didn't get caught. His mom, You've so like my exes, my ex, 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 mom worked nine to five, if not eight to six every day. <laughs> Single mom. They like, you know, they struggled. And they you did had, acid at 9 a.m.? No, so <laughs> that was probably at You had freedom. She wasn't around, I'm assuming, yeah, right? Yeah, but like, no, I did hard drugs with this guy and like never had even gotten maybe drunk that's why yet. you're in love with him Girl, i don't maybe, know maybe i don't know the i was acid? in love with him way before that but um <laughs> that was crazy and he turned into a polar bear one time and then that's how i knew to, to like i don't know acid told me he was cheating on me basically it's weird i was that like that sounds yeah. terrifying to me and then like i looked at his phone and there was like vaginas like in his snapchat like i've never seen nudes where it's like straight like this homegirl was sitting on the toilet and go no like and you saw that and takes like <laughs> like aerial shot of her buddhasi and then i showed it to him <laughs> i showed it to him and he was like uh, and I, for some reason he was like oh okay yeah like he said it was like he didn't ask for that and then like one of his little sister's friends like texted me and was like hey like cameron's like totally fucking like our friend she's not okay and, and like she's this 14 fuck, yeah and like that one the one i knew about initially like doesn't talk like she's like i don't know i feel bad for her and then he started dating the other one who i hated her fucking guts and i like wanted to kill her but in hindsight, I'm like, you were a kid. Like, yeah. you were a baby. Yeah. And, like, you're know. still with him? That's that's the scary like, part. Especially, crazy. like, plumber, you know. Jersey Mike's on the... You can't even be a full-time plumber. 
Yeah, you can't even get a full-time yeah. plumber. Damn. Well, everything makes him part-time plumber. Yeah. That's, that's exactly bad. right. Um, Holy shit, this is But crazy. so I went, high school was whatever. I didn't really go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got my GD. It's called the Chesapeake California High School Proficiency Exam. Um, and then I started, like, going out. <laughs> and then when did you start drinking? like late 17 okay late 17 I, okay. I remember i raw dogged a club at like 16 it was like yeah with last night was a ID? movie oh What's yeah wait so you said that you started working after you got the ged yeah in restaurants okay oh that's not entirely true my first job was at rainy melville which is kind of what catapulted me into like modeling mm-hmm. so the short time i did identify as a model <laughs> but then i started working in restaurants yeah okay, after that as a server no, as a host, strictly a host. Me too. I never I wanted to serve. I worked at a place called Catch LA. Oh, Lord. Have you ever heard of it? I, I, no. Catch. Yeah. Like C A T. No, I thought you said catch. Like catch. Catch. catch a it's fish. a oh. seafood restaurant. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, to backtrack a little bit, my roommate at the time was like talking to this guy and he was like, Do you guys want to come to Vegas this weekend? I'm like 21 at this point and I'm like, Yeah, yeah take me to Vegas. Free Whatever. Sure. Um, it ends up being a bachelor trip and Jason Derulo is there and we're like, dude, that was so crazy. Like we didn't know he was going to be there. Me and my friend, me and my friend at the time, we're like sitting down, Jason Derulo sits next to us and we just look at each other and we're like, we start, we're so hammered. Like once he gets there and we're like starting to like, Jason like, no, yeah. And we're like, no, exactly. We're like, run so loud. Like we're like going like, it was embarrassing. We did. He didn't hear us. I don't think. But um, <laughs> so we were in Vegas with Jason Derulo, and um, I meet this guy, and he's super cool. It's his bachelor trip. He's like a good looking, like older guy. And my friend who invited me on the trip, like we get home, whatever. Oh, and this guy, the bachelor, owns Catch. He's the owner. Okay. Oh, hi. Majority there. stock owner started the whole damn thing. Okay. I'm like, hey, Mike, do you think you can give me a job at Catch? Like, it's right after COVID, so I'm like, I have been collecting hella unemployment at this point. Thank you, Mr. Newsom. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. They would give me like 500 bucks a week, but that ended, and I was like, I needed a job. And so I asked him, he's like, yeah, your interview's tomorrow. I got the job, whatever. And that's where, like, everything was crazy. Like, at that restaurant, I've never seen, like, so when you walk into this restaurant, they're immediately, like, the girls with the iPad, right? Like, Mm -hmm. in any restaurant. I'm just going to do to Mackie, like, what we would have to do to everyone. So we'd go BLND, Femme, GG. Um, and then I describe what you're wearing. So that, that means mean? you're blonde female and you're good looking and you're like hot. GG is like you can go into the main dining room. If you're not GG, you have to go into PDR. What's that one? A private dining room with doors. What so does that, that one stand nobody, for? Private dining room. So that nobody room. can see you. So that's because where, you're ugly? Yes. <gasps> according to whoever. And or or old or have children, which never really happened, except for brunch with children. So they only wanted like the hot, single, good-looking people, like in celebrities, the- hot people, rich people. That's it. They That's still a- do that. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Just the person who's walking up there being like, "Hey, I'm here for my table." Hear the hear the no, letters. No, no, I'm looking You're at you, and it. I'm typing. And like, if you have a fucking weird outfit on, I'll be like, super weird outfit, or like. Or like ugly you had scarf. to do that, yeah, as yeah. the hostess. And if you if you're not cute, you simply can't be seen. 
Oh. And like, if you're, if you have a reservation at 915 and there's three tables in the MDR, which is where hot people and rich people and famous people go, sucks for you. You're not sitting there. You have to wait. And then the host will just be like, oh, I'm sorry. It's such a wait. No, it's not. We just don't think you're good enough to sit at that table, frankly. Do you think other restaurants do this? I know here? of a couple eh, here. Because shit, doubt I've been it. to a fucking restaurant. I'm like, yeah, there's a table open. Why well, can't no, I sit? So that's different. That <laughs> usually it has to do with like service, Stuff. yeah, Nothing, and yeah, like yeah. sections, and like right. not overseating people. A u- unique situation. But and then there's the terrace, which is like neutral. So if like PDR gets full, ugly people go there. I'm saying ugly with quotes because I like it's not my standard. It's not my opinion. But like. Right. Or if there's not, if there's too many hot people already, you go on the terrace. So that's like neutral. Like, Wait, does it also have to do with class? Like, not just looks, but like, what yeah. if there's someone like ugly, but also like very rich and like. Doesn't matter if you're, if you're the like most unfortunate looking person ever, but you are super rich and famous, you're in the middle of the restaurant. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Holy and shit. yeah, it was crazy. In our like system, when you check in, if you are rich and famous, we have everything about you in the notes on your reservation like you're basically your whole wikipedia page who's the most famous person that's walked in that restaurant that you had to britney see? spears in my experience i have such a funny story about but, britney about britney so, so like usually like Do we have to leave out her name no okay no, no. i didn't think so no, britney's britney? not listening to love you by yeah. no no britney britney will survive yeah. um <laughs> So you don't have to believe anyone's names out at this point. Okay. Um, usually celebrities like want to walk through the front because there's paparazzi posted outside 24 seven. And, but Brittany obviously like doesn't. And so she's like shuffled in through the service elevator. We barricade her table. Nobody in the restaurant knows she's there, but she's in the, on the terrace, like hidden. And it just looks like an extension of a wall. And then like, I see Brittany like do, do, do go to the bathroom. And I'm like, Hmm. Like sparks go off in my head, and I, she goes to our bathroom, obviously, and I run over there and I wait till like she comes out. She doesn't see me. I don't make eye contact with her, and I sit my butt cheeks on the warm toilet seat. That she just sat on. <laughs> that, oh my god! That Britney Spears had just sat her ass Let's on. Fucking and go. that was. I just sat there in the glory of her warm butt cheeks and yep. enjoyed myself. For, I'm obsessed for with about that. two and a half minutes. I would never. And then leave. they left early, so don't know what happened. But like oh the God. Beavers, Paris Hilton, yeah. like everybody, it was all like B plus, A minus, yeah. like list celebrities, yeah. and like obviously, all, and like the TikTokers, Cash does not care if you're a TikToker. They will put you in PDR if they don't like what you look like, or they don't like you as a person. So like one of the hosts doesn't fuck with you, you're PDR. Oh shit! And that would happen all the time. We'd be like, no, 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 I don't like her. Like she sucks, and be like, okay, PDR. And we'd shuffle them back into the cabin of shame. PDR. PDR is insane. Damn. Okay, who's the most famous person you've ever met? Met? Jason Derulo. No. No, I feel like you've met someone more famous than Jason Derulo. Well, I just went on a really fun date recently. (gasps) Oh, wait, yes. Tell us who you went on the date with. In Nashville. So this isn't even LA. I just went on a date with Theo Vaughn. (gasps) Where did you guys go? Okay, so we went to Zany's. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. He loves Zany's, And right? he took me to, like, the one-year anniversary of someone or the anniversary of Zany. I don't know. Oh, wait. For those of you that don't know, Zany's is a stand-up comedy club in Nashville. Did people recognize him in public? And like, Yeah. Were you like, was that yeah. kind of fun? Okay. It was the best experience ever. <laughs> I will just say it was literally the best experience of my life. Like, what a when cool guy. When was this? Like, I am, like, This was, this. like, probably a month ago now. A month ago. And... 
It all unfolded on the DMs. He slid into yours. Well, I had DM'd him, like, before, but he, like, slid in way later and was like, hey, Grace. And I was like, hey, Theo. And then we just, like, bantered, and he was like, want to hang out? I actually said, I think I said, want to hang out, or, like, I think we should hang out or something. He was like, yeah, well, what are you doing, like, tomorrow night? And I was like, okay. Uh, meanwhile, I'm like... Dead in bed, hungover, because he took me out on a Sunday night. And I'm like, oh, just like reading and walking. what did you wear? What did you wear? That's one thing I needed. I know. wore a I wore the white bodysuit I wore here. And I wore because it's zanies, right? Right. I just like And to, I wore jeans like dates are like, so hard sometimes. Jeans and like cute like freaking like black boots, I think. Like Perfect. I I didn't like dress to the nines yeah no that's i kind of wish i would have been able to because then i would have had my whole like cover girl moment um, no i like the but casual no, super cool guy like as soon as i met him he was like t- hey like this is my friend grace like take her to the table i was telling you about and it's just like a table for two like in the corner and everyone's like around us like spectating like oh my god i heard the avon's gonna be there and i'm just like mm. yeah. and um he was like, okay, I'm so sorry. I have to go say a few words on stage and then I'm going to come right back and I'm going to sit with you. <laughs> and I was so like, fun. say a few words. Babe. Yeah. Like, go for it. So he ends up doing like a three minute set, like on stage. I'm just watching. It was the coolest experience ever. Then he comes back and he sits and it's super like, he wasn't creepy. He was so cool. Like from the get, it was just like a vibe. And he's, what do you know? He's funny. And we just sat there and laughed at these different comedians for like an hour and a half. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. He was like, oh, I think we should leave anyway. Like, I'm going to like, I'll meet you down there. And I was like, oh, God, like, whatever. I started to get a little nervous. And he's like, I'm just going to take you home. Like, it was so nice to meet you. Like, I'm I'm tired. I can tell you're tired. Like, let's hang out soon. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, so you didn't have that? No, no, no. He, like, kissed me on the cheek. It wasn't like, from the moment we met each other, I feel like it was a platonic vibe. Um, I wasn't, like, necessarily being, like, Don't standoffish, yeah. but, like, I wasn't being my most flirty. And he was extremely respectful, like, waiting on my lead and it just was great. I love. Shout it. out, Are you, do you cool have guy. Do you text? Just DMs, just unfortunately. DMs. Thanks for asking that. <laughs> but it was so. I would ten out of ten recommend anybody going on a date with Theo Vaughn. Perfect. Like, what a great time. I love it. That is hilarious. Hi Theo. <laughs> Hi Theo. If you're if you're listening, love you bye. Come on our podcast. Love um, you bye. <laughs> that would be amazing. Okay, but like, yeah, you went on a date with Theo Vaughn, but like, who? What's not celebrity? That's like, a big deal. Don't play that down, by no, the way. I'm not playing it wow. down. But you guys didn't hook up. Like, I want to know, like, who you've hooked up with that's, like, she- up there. Can you tell us? Um, I hooked up with. You have to leave that. And he did use the coconut oil. No. <laughs> so you hooked up with someone that made a sex tape. Mm hmm. How was it? How did you um, meet him? Just like. Yeah. Just LA no, vibes? No. It was like a very intimate house party. Uh, yeah, that was weird. I was so fucked up. Not even going to lie. Not too fucked up to like not be into it because I definitely was into it. But yeah, I was. I honestly forget that that happened sometimes. When was that? 2020. COVID. Oh my God. Holy Shit fuck. went down in LA during COVID. Yeah, these I house can only parties, imagine. These house parties were ungodly to say the least. Oh my God. Wait, what was the question you asked? How was it? I wanted to know how, how it, it was. It was good. It was good. Like, best sex ever? No. 
Okay. Really? I mean, I feel like if he, he like, tried to make... Not that he didn't try, but, like, if he was, like, I'm going to make this the best, like, she's ever had, like, it would have been. But, like, it was kind of just, like... Does he still have an spur afro? Spur of the moment. It was, like, in a in a bathtub. Like, it was, oh. it was weird. It was weird. Hi there. Yeah, he, like, doesn't follow me. We don't talk. I don't even know. If- hey, it's still cool to say. But he's also, yeah. like, 5'9". What? Yeah, or, like, maybe 5'10 or 11. Is he like- still got, like, an afro? Or what's he look like? I've got to look him up on Instagram. Okay. Shorter. I need to catch up with that guy. Um, he was fucking epic when we dude, were, like, I what, was like, upset. 18? And then I went to fucking, or like, 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 7, 16? No, I was, like, 15, 16, 15, 16 when 16, he and yeah. Alexis were, like, a thing. But And I was obsessed with them, too. And then I was, like... Um, so my friend Gary invited me to dinner at Craig's like one random night. He was like, Hey, like come to dinner with me and my two friends. I'm like, okay, it's Craig's. Um, so we, I sit down. It's so intimate. It's four people. And like this girl, like did not make eye contact wait, wait, with me. It's you, Gary, Alexis and, and her boyfriend. I don't know if they're people. still together. And I was like trying to engage in conversation. Like I'm very conversational. Like I can talk to a wall. So like, obviously I'm going to talk at an intimate dinner. Yeah. This girl like would not make eye contact with me. And like every time she did, or every time she acknowledged anything I was saying, it was just like a very, she had what the best way I could describe it is a God complex for sure. Because like everything they would talk about the conversations in which I was not included in because I wasn't deemed worthy enough to have an opinion about these things. Like, for example, like her boyfriend was like, Bro, like, if I'm gonna go to church, like, my my preacher better be wearing like Yeezys, like, cause like, where's the manifestation of your faith if like you don't have fucking like good shoes on? And I was like, is she still dating him? I have no idea. I followed her after that night, and like, I kept trying to like interject myself, and I just felt like a little girl, kind of. And I never usually feel like that was like celebrities or influencers. Like, it usually is just like we're all human beings. Like, everybody, calm down. But she was just like. She took the whole, like, and they were talking about God and Jesus so much, and the way she was just, like, explaining it was just so, like, basically, like, I know all. Like, I'm all-knowing. It was just irritating, and I left feeling very, like, that wasn't very cool or nice. Our podcast is sponsored by Inspired Design Jewelry. I can't say the word jewelry. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, thank you, Inspired Designs, for sponsoring Love You Bye podcast. You guys can go find our our entire collection at idoriginals.com and use code Love You Bye for twenty percent off. And stay tuned because we have some really cute pieces that are going to be a part of our collection soon. Um, and we can't wait for you guys to see those. Like people go out like in Nashville because they want to have fun. And like people go out in West Hollywood because they want to be seen, you know, and being in a room full of people who just like are so concerned about the room full of people. Yeah. It can be a lot for so many years on end. But I will say like affinity and after dark, like some of the most like positive, like very positive are you kidding? vibes. Yeah. Like, to have a nightlife curated by two hardworking, good-hearted, sober dudes is so cool yeah. and so unrelatable. And, like, the dr- there's no drugs here, like, how they are in L.A. And, like, that was something I was caught up in for a while. Like, just, like, not able to go out without, like, wanting to do blow. some blow. Yeah. Or, like, I was doing ketamine, like, every once in a while. Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. I've done, like, everything. It's crazy. Oh, yeah.
I wanted to end the interview with talking about a little bit of your personal life. Are we life. recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, hi. Hi. Yes. We, okay. we just took a break and went pee. So are you a single queen? Yeah, I'm definitely a single queen. No interest in changing that anytime soon. Love that. Like when I first moved to Nashville, I feel like people were like, oh my God, it's the worst dating city. And I was like, that's okay. not true. Like how can it be? I'm I'll in the middle of Tennessee. Right. No, no, no. It's the, it's the worst dating. Like, yeah ever it's it's actually the worst we say this all the time on love you bye everyone no. agrees it's the worst dating scene and there's no like and but like that's exactly like where i need to be right now yeah. like, are you on apps yeah <laughs> yeah on ryan henge yeah. mm-hmm. ryan's fun though tyler cameron liked me recently and i was like i didn't say anything because i didn't want to like r- maybe i have like one day left and i'll be like hey so like it sucks today we've established that a girl is a girl and she gets horny and i made the mistake of hooking up with like two of my friends and like that those are the only real people i've hooked up with are like my friends but you need this time in your life right now just to be single and have fun and like thrive and just shake my ass yeah i love that for you yeah but the (laughs) shake the ass shaking is dwindling the hangovers aren't funny oh no they're not funny and like the Girl, my anxiety cannot like Does the, the heart palpitations that tequila gives me. But it's my favorite liquor, <laughs> and it's like my favorite. Uh, I don't know what I've been doing is taking mushrooms recently. Like socially, I feel like I have social superpowers when I take mushrooms. Really, I feel like hotter, cooler, sexier than everyone, but in a super humble way. So damn, <laughs> that's kind of cool. I love that. Me too. You're just growing and being yourself and enjoying yeah, that and life. I'm writing music and I'm dipping. So something like about me is my mental health and my passions are very like parallel. Mm-hmm. And um, I've realized that I don't have like a fear of failure. I have a fear of success through th- therapy and mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on getting to a place where I can trust myself enough with what means the most to me, which is my art. And that's at the end of the day, I just haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to just throw myself to any, into anything in my life. Like I'm a very like cautious, not like I'm impulsive. Don't get me wrong. I make decisions that aren't the best, but I'm cautious when it comes to things close to my heart and COVID kind of like really threw a wrench in all of my music stuff. I have a full EP that like I haven't released because my production, my management fell through and like cut me during COVID. And do you have the rights to that? Like, can you release yes, it ever? I oh. own everything. Thank God. Now what I have out on Spotify and Apple music and all that now I do not own any of it. Um, but are you going to release your, I EP? can't wait to listen. Yeah, I am hopefully soon but like i'm not there it'll probably be over a year i've really like had to do some healing as far as like it's called creative trauma which i didn't even know was a thing um but i would find myself like after covid i would like and and to now even like i would sit down at my piano and i would like be like okay we're gonna write a song like i used to throw up songs i used to write songs for other people i used to have songs coming out of my fingernails dude like yeah and i would and i just couldn't do it Mm. and i would just start hating myself so much Mm. and i would just be sent into panic like every time i would sit down and i couldn't do what i feel like i should be able to do and then it, it became just easier not to do it at all it's been a struggle 
getting to know myself again and trusting myself with music. I'm a very tough critic on nobody but myself. Yeah. And I'm a perfectionist in the most like arrogant way. So you have great words. You do. Very well spoken. Yeah. I love your vocab. Damn. (laughs) Explains why she's a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, girl. I'm so jealous of that. I'm thinking I want to release some, I think I'm going to release something in the next six months. It's probably just going to be a single. That's fine. I'll, I'll put it on repeat. We're ready. In Girl, my car. it's good music, too. I'm so excited. Like, have you ever heard my music, Mackie? I've looked through, like, your reels. My but, reels? like, I need to like, get on Spotify. I write and I make, like, beautiful music. Yeah, she does. Yeah. I'm so excited. I like, fell in love with you played the exp- piano for me. Yeah. Oh, wow. I must... It was the liquor. It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm just really excited to listen to. <laughs> we let the liquor talk. Dude, uh, Theo just did that on one of his podcasts. I saw... Fuck. After I went on a date with him, Theo Vaughn all over, over the my TikTok for you page no. i'm like now i guess i'm a stan he's oh my cute God. too i love him no he i think carries himself well i do well from what i've seen on the for you page carries for sure. himself well okay grace well we always ask our guests to give our listeners a great piece of advice to take with them whether it's about career love life relationship vibes anything in general what do you think you have to say to listeners? Damn, that's a great question. I would say like the most productive thing that you can do for yourself is to just be so authentic that it hurts sometimes because you're never going to look back and wish that you were less of who you are. You're only going to wish look back and wish that you were more of like who you're supposed to be. Yeah. And like I feel like a lot of our regrets come from when we're not being like who we're supposed to be and like where our purpose is and mm-hmm. like we're not acting out of love we're acting out of fear you know so i would say be who you are and act out of love and don't act out of fear because you only make two you only make decisions out of two places and that's fear or love oh. and i mean if you think about it it's true Very. and i would just say to to veer towards love every single time and um yeah Shake your ass. I love that. I can't believe that you were like, oh, that's a scary question. And then you whipped out that baby. Wait, holy shit. That Uh, was so good. No, I swear. It's off the dome. Obviously, you know that. I didn't know that question to begin with. No, yeah, that's for real. You're an animal. We're obsessed with you. Yeah, it'll go to my head, girls. No, you really are. I'm so (laughs) glad that we met. I'm so glad that we got you on the pod. You are, you truly are just such an amazing human being. Funny, because that's the last thing I said to you the last time I saw you. Remember when? hit you up and i was like i just want you to know you text me and you're like i'm so glad we met no and i told you that you were maybe i didn't tell you but like sunshine oh yeah sunshine yeah it made my day yeah tell me that no yeah it's very impressive and i i wish i could emit like such energy like you do you do in our different ways in different ways yeah i hope that i can have that effect on people that you had on me because you made me want to be better when i met you you know oh my god that is no yeah i never yeah dude you're great a lot of people feel that way kb mackie on the other hand yeah (laughs) shit (laughs) um no but yeah thank you literally so much for coming on it was so fun and like great to meet you you too I dude mean, yeah oh my god now we're friends <laughs> yay I have to bring you back new for, like, friends yeah always yeah we can bring a friend boyfriend boyfriend whatever. i don't know about all that i don't see like it wasn't until i moved to nashville where i was like oh i could probably get married i went to drove to frank drove through franklin once oh i could have a family <laughs> <laughs> exactly fine it is it gets your 
your freaking uterus turning. Yeah, those, I agree. Those, the plot, those plots of land will really do something like, to the give female me a psyche. Husband and a baby. Shit. Right now, a couple kids. Right now. No, like I'm ready. But yeah. I'm, I no. I go through every. You know how your menstrual cycle goes through phases. Uh-huh. I've yeah. really, really noticed that recently. Your egg is dropping. You're like, I'm like, husband. Yeah. And then when my egg is done, my period's over. I'm like, let me pop my pussy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so That's I hilarious. You. I love you too. Thank you so much. Um, we make all of our guests say love you, bye. So hit us with that. Love you, bye. 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 <laughs>